Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, December 4th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, order talk breakdown. Number two, impeachment is moving forward. And number three, AI enters the campaign world. All right, Jake, let's get into it. All eyes are on the end of December and what may or may not happen in particular when it comes to the supplemental funding and Ukraine-Israel package that senators have been working on in in particular focused on uh, the border. But that broke down over the weekend. Yeah, the um, the talks on the border broke down. Democrats walked away from these talks thinking that the Republicans demands were too onerous or too uh, far fetched or too aggressive. Uh, You know, take your choice. This will become a a war of words pretty quickly here in this early this early part of December. Now, the issue here is that there is no. There's no sense that at least I get that they that the Senate can pass a um, a Ukraine uh, bill, a Ukraine funding bill without some sort of border provisions. Both sides, both uh, House Republicans and Senate Republicans have been absolutely clear uh, on that. Now. Speaker Mike Johnson has told all of his congressional leaders that he doesn't think he could put a Ukraine bill on the floor with anything less than H.R. 2. You'll remember H.R. 2 is this uh, very aggressive Republican border bill that uh, the House has been pretty much um, uh, uh, linked to uh, tied to for for several months. So I don't you know. If that is your goal here, uh, HR2, not your goal, having goals is okay. We all have goals. If that is your hard, uh, your hard position, you're not going to get a border bill. But let me just make one quick point, Anna, and we maybe we should have made this in the newsletter, but um, I'll make it here instead. Um, the, the binary here is if you are insisting on HR2, and HR2 alone, you are not going to get anything on the border, right? Like that's just that, that the Senate is not going to pass HR2. They're not going to do it. So if that is your hard, your hard line, it's very, very difficult to see how you are going to get a um how you're going to get anything. So that's that, Anna. Um, It'll be interesting to see whether this, you know, whether they soften their position, they get back to the table, et cetera, et cetera. uh, And um, we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, listen, sometimes there's posturing, which, you know, as close as we are to the end of December, we are still in the early days of it. Uh, Over the weekend, you had James Langford, uh, the Republican from Oklahoma, and the lead negotiator for the Republicans talking about progress in the bipartisan talks, talking about even the fact that Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has called for some of the same reforms. Going to be interesting to see, to your point, can they get back to the negotiating table? Is there something 
something less than HR2 that Senate Democrats are willing to give on. I've had a lot of conversations. There's a lot of Democrats who are pretty fired up about this. They don't want to see uh, Democrats kind of give away the store on this, so to speak, um, you know, and, and, and to kind of negotiate down their own positions. So, it, I, you know, it's a lot tougher than, than it may seem in the sense that there's a lot of pressure to get something to your point, we've talked a lot about this on Ukraine, the feeling that it's kind of now or potentially maybe never uh, when it comes to that and only getting harder in 2024. But at some point, you know, you're going to have to see who's willing to give what and are there moments or are there things that you could actually see them come together? It seemed as though this had this package had progress and uh, clearly this is going to be one of those stalemate moments. Yeah, and I think the real question here becomes, where do they go from here? If the talks don't restart, where do they go from here? And I think that's going to be really interesting to see because uh, from a global perspective, from if you're looking at um, the overall uh, 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 look on how Ukraine money can might get through, won't get through, if you, if you just look at, they've now done two CRs without Ukraine money. And now they're flailing on a supplemental package. This also includes Israel, also includes Taiwan. Uh, do you see the Senate move in Israel bill alone? Do you see? I mean, there's just a lot of different ways this could go. Remember, Anna, um, the House is going to be out of session uh, or is scheduled to be out of session. This is December. We never know how it actually goes. Um, th this they, they have four days this week and four days next week. <laughs> so uh, they have a lot to do in those eight days. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning impeachment. House Republicans, fresh off the expulsion of former GOP Representative George Santos, of course, of New York, uh, and unable to pass much of anything, are moving ahead with the dual impeachment investigations into both President Joe Biden and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, we expect the House to vote as early as next week to authorize the Biden impeachment inquiry. GOP leaders believe they have the votes to do so, while the House, as you just mentioned, currently scheduled to leave town on December 14th and not return until January 9th. Yeah, this is um, impeaching the president and the um, uh Homeland Security Secretary in one fell swoop, Anna, is really something. This is what the the uh, House Republicans are trying to do. Um, now, listen, the uh, neither of these impeachments are going anywhere. I think both people realize that. But Mike Johnson is having some trouble with the right. And I think that is a fair uh, a fair read of the situation here. And um, given that he's and I'm not saying he's doing this because he's having He's having problems with the right, but he's not not doing this because he's having problems with the right. No, he's uh, this is pressure from the base, from the uh, House Republican conference. And, um, uh, you know, there is certain peril, as we all know, in uh, in impeaching the president, impeaching a cabinet secretary. It makes it looks like you are um, uh, solely focused on the. Uh, on on exacting retribution to the the uh, executive branch, um, and remember January, February, March next year really busy. So there, add this into the mix, add an impeachment into the mix, and you have a lot going on. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. I find this extremely interesting. 
The National Republican Congressional Committee, which is the campaign arm for House Republicans, launching a digital ad campaign featuring artificial intelligence created images of national parks, quote unquote, overrun with illegal immigrants. The GOP messaging is taking aim at a number of vulnerable House Democrats who voted against a Republican resolution last week that would bar federal agencies from using funds to House migrants, AI making its way even into campaign uh, attack ads. Yeah, um, it's interesting. You know, the ethics of this are incredibly are incredibly questionable. Both sides have done it in some way, shape or form. Um, using AI to transpose um, migrants in national parks is is really something. I mean, no one says campaign ads are completely honest. Uh, as a matter of fact, they are not completely honest. Um, and this is something we're going to see more and more of. We've already seen it a ton. We've seen uh, campaigns put words in other people's mouths uh, using AI. And this is just this is just the next turn of that screw, I think. And I think this is something we're going to see a lot more of this election cycle and in election cycles in the future. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you want to go deeper on all the things we talked about and more, you can sign up for our morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. All it takes is an email address. Have a great day and stay safe.